Good morning. This is a special episode where once a year I take stock of what I have produced in the last year and narrated according to a mind map that I created some, some time ago that I called the curriculum. It shows at a glance graphically all of my projects and the projects are organized into labs and classes. I think of myself as a farmer planting seeds that become trees that produce fruit in perpetuity so I want to take a look at the trees and the fruit so to speak and I draw particular inspiration from doing this each year because it not only helps me see how far we have come, how far we have to go, it's a very useful tool to share with my wife and my child so that they can see what daddy's always doing when he's in the office in front of that camera. All right. The first course that I developed some years ago, I call it a lab. It's a lab that I call Killer Knowledge Applications. These are hobbies and interests of mine that became serious interests, so serious that I began to look for ways to formalize them through experimentation, repetition, iteration. So let's take a look at the first killer knowledge app. I call it the Pathway to Powerful Purpose. And it just so happens that this app has grown into its own course that I will talk about later. But the Pathway to Powerful Purpose is my discipleship vehicle, my small group discipleship vehicle. It describes all of the classes that I participate in every day of my life from now until my end. Next up is One Man, One Mic. Now I conceived this lab maybe 20 years ago when I decided to confront my fear of speaking on camera. I didn't like to hear myself, I didn't like to see myself, but I feel like I had so much to say. The irresistible force had to meet the immovable object. I had to get out of my own way and just start writing, recording, watching, improving, growing. So I call that whole process one man, one mic, and it has turned into a lot of good stuff that we'll see later. Next up is the Reach Then Teach Library, the Knowledge Base Content Catalog. I am now a registered mediator, and what I learned when I was training in the ways of mediation was that role play, video role play, was key in gaining the experience that you need, the real time experience. That understanding and controlling yourself in the midst of these conflicts between people where control is what everybody's after but self-control is what nobody's after. I found a dearth of that type of training content and identified an opportunity to create my own by watching The Charlie Rose Show and America's Court with Judge Kevin Ross. Several episodes and cases from America's Court, several guests from Charlie Rose, I combined them all 
into this index that will allow me to always put my hands on a case when I need it. Sometimes I need cases that will illustrate to someone that I'm dealing with. Other times I need a case that I can turn into another case so that I can produce some content from it. But that's what the knowledge base content catalog is. eBay. 20 years ago, I experimented with selling floppy drives on eBay. And I have not looked back. eBay is a marketplace that connects buyers and sellers. The eBay folks have no inventory except for the database of buyers and sellers that get together and trade the same way I used to do at the flea market in Santee way back when. CHIP, Computer Hardware Investigation and Procurement, began with me getting an old computer from the surplus facility at Georgia Tech, finding out that it was just old, it still worked. And that ushered me into an understanding that, boy, people throw away. And when you throw it away, then I ain't got to pay. But what I do have to do is fix it and take care of it. Perform acts of stewardship, acts of rehabilitation. There was some healing that came out of this project that continues to come out of this project because hey, I still like messing around and fixing stuff. And I don't like the notion that we throw so much away. So... I make sure that what we throw away is recycled, reused, refurbished. CPU, that stands for Computer Universe. That's a database that I built of laptop models and speeds because there's so many different models, so many different processes, so many different speeds. This helps me understand that a Dell Latitude 6420, manufactured in 2011 or 2012, is still fast, still viable, still desirable, and it's cheap because lots of other things have come out. So this always provides me the opportunity to jump on things on eBay when I see somebody selling an i7-2720QM. I see those letters. I go ding, 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 because I know that's a great machine. I bought one for 50 bucks and, and, and put it back together again. It had a cracked screen and was missing a hard drive and stuff like that. But that's no sweat to me when I know it's got a processor like that. I'm going to bring that back to life, buddy. The people in my neighborhood. I'm fascinated by maps. And as fascinated as I am about maps, that's how geographically ignorant I used to be until I became fascinated with maps. Amazing how that works. When you identify a source of knowledge that interests you, man, you learn from it and you learn so much from it. So you'll see later on, I've, I've done a lot with maps, especially maps of where I live. MailChimp, I'm using MailChimp today because I'm marketing our latest class, Reach Then Teach, Building Stronger Student, teacher, parent, mentor relationships. That's the title of the class. And MailChimp helps me market. MailChimp also causes me some heartache when people that I email unsubscribe from my list. But it is well. That is that is a cost of innovation, man. That uh, sometimes people don't want what you're selling, don't want to hear from you. And then I always nice about it.
MailChimp is still a viable tool and the databases of email addresses that I have built over the years have allowed me to do some things. Funds for writers. I still aspire to be a syndicated columnist, but our world has changed so much in the last 20 years. There are many other ways to do that now, but Funds for Writers is a database that I built from a newsletter of the same name that identifies writing markets for aspiring syndicated columnists. That database is still of great use to me uh, now and forevermore. Foundation Center. This will sound familiar. The Foundation Center is a database that I built from the formal foundationcenteronline.com that contains information on grant makers and the grants that they have provided over the years. I did a study for a client of how money was spent by the foundation community in Georgia on charter schools that provided very useful information for me. So after I did the client project, I recreated the database for myself. I also did one on filmmaking, foundation funding of filmmaking. Perhaps that database is not for a time such as this, but it, it will be valuable at some point to me. Teachers pay teachers. This will sound familiar. This is an online marketplace that connects teachers and active learners who are often other teachers who realize that with their limited time and resources, it's helpful for them to have a marketplace where they can acquire additional resources. So I publish my wares in this marketplace. Talk to me. Teaching the language of any subject. This is a game that I developed in 2003 when I realized that, well, part of the problem, maybe most of the problem that our children have with learning the way school affects learning is the children are taught a lot of processes. They memorize and mimic a lot, but they're not taught the language that describes the processes. It's not enough for them to know how to do math. They need to know what math does. And for them to know what math does, they need to be able to articulate in words what it means to add, subtract, multiply, and divide. Ask any grown person what addition is. And they may tell you something crazy like, I don't know how to describe it, but I know how to do it. We can do better. Bag of Life. This is my small group relationship building activity where you take questions, put them in a bag, pull the questions out, and answer them. Man, this is useful in a setting of married couples, a setting of men, men of faith, a setting of educational entrepreneurs, a setting of potential board members for a charter school. You can grow and get to know people in that circle and even better once you get up and leave that circle using this activity. And I saw this as a as part of the shtick of a motivational speaker at Georgia Tech way back when. And I said, well, I know what, he stole it from somebody. I'll steal it from him.
UBP. This is my database of domain names. Yes, domain names have been very good to me and my family. And the catalog that I built, I did it according to an algorithm that sought short words and empowering phrases. And all I need to say is UBP.com and WeAreBrave.com. That approach works. It works and it will work again. Generational Holdings. This is our database of investments. I don't do a whole lot of stock investment on my own, but I am part of a group that has operated since 1998. That's done pretty well with a pretty basic approach to investment. We just pool the money. We buy stock that the individuals in the group work for the companies and have some knowledge of what is going on and what's coming down the pike. We've done all right with that. We could have done better, but we've done all right. We've done all right. MAP. You know, I don't remember what MAP stands for, but I do know that it was an assessment used at the Heritage Preparatory Academy back in uh, 2012 that I helped analyze. I took this much data and turned it into this much data, one sheet of paper that an instructional leader could then use to help improve in real time what's going on in the school. We piloted some important work there, being able to see the thing about testing is it takes so long to get the scores. You can't really do anything with them, but, but MAP provides you a look ahead opportunity where you get the results quickly enough and you host the test regularly enough where the last test results can be translated into classroom-based strategies and interventions and even things as simple as putting your arm around a kid who's two points away and just saying hang in there and pay attention and just keep pushing because you're right there where you need to be. See, that's as important as teaching the X's and O's to students. All right. CCRPI. CCRPI is the College Career Readiness Performance Index. It's the grade assigned to all the schools in Georgia now. It's the report card for all schools in Georgia. It's important to know school CCRPI history. Not as important to me now and where I am, but it was important to me five years ago and important enough to have contributed to a product that we'll talk about later when we discuss the next class. Georgia employees. You remember my intern and now friend Janelle McLeod Adams helped me build a database of over 50,000 email addresses of Georgia teachers. And we did it by a pretty solid algorithm. And we put this database in the hands of someone who did not know how to use it. So we're helping him learn how to use it by using it ourselves. We've only used it once or twice, but again, the experience of building it and having it in the arsenal may prove useful somewhere in the by and by. Invent is an inventory database that I developed for a client that was in a little bit of trouble because they had bought a bunch of equipment with federal funds and placed the equipment in the hands of students who then left the school and of course didn't bring the equipment back. I don't know how that all turned out for them, but I did 
go through the painstaking effort of figuring out where everything was through my database and some algorithms. I use the word algorithm a lot because I use algorithms a lot. I ain't much of a programmer. I'm a pretty good algorithmist, though. Pretty good algorithmist and process designer and all that good stuff. So anyway, invent is a forever reminder uh, that there's more than meets the eye when it comes to the world of charter schools. And there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that get in your eyes as well. Hey, pun intended. Smoke gets in your eyes. All right. Books. I have a big collection of physical copies of books. And I have an ever-growing collection of digital copies of books, especially textbooks. Those are so useful. Oh, and they take up so much less space. I may not be into the rudiments of subjects like digital logic, signals and systems, control theory, even algebra 2. I'm not all into the depths of those subjects anymore, but I can get there if I ever need to for whatever reason, because I got the books. All right, talking fast here, because now we're going to discuss course one. I had this lab. The lab begets a course. This course now, you'll see a lot of those same laboratory experiments now evolving into full-fledged living and breathing applications. Let's roll. Bag of Life. Last year, I had the opportunity to use Bag of Life as the anchor of a men's curriculum that I did at our church called Habit that helps to build good habits. And in building the good habits, you crowd out and eliminate the bad habits. And habit is an acronym that says have a plan, allow God's power to work, build an accountability build an accountability structure, internalize God's word, and train consistently. That's habit. The experience of leading the men's group using this tool convinced me that this tool is, is it's more than a good tool for the purpose of small group discipleship and relationship building. Discipleship is equipping others to equip others. That is a very close walk with another person that is facilitated by an activity that is intentional about helping you to be transparent and helping others to be transparent in your presence as well so that you begin to know each other. eBay has now become a revenue generator for me. We maintain a very large catalog that is fueled and financed largely through thrift store finds. And we sell items in that online marketplace that connects buyers and sellers. We sell to people that we have never seen and may never see. But they send us real money. We send them real stuff. That's all good. History Quiz Bowl tells the story of ordinary people who do extraordinary things in a Jeopardy format. I host it as a game show because it introduces people that people need to know about. We create relationships with these people by understanding their lives and drawing inspiration and lessons from their lives.
Nine Men's Mortis is a game that it's a board game that combines the simplicity of tic-tac-toe with the speed of checkers and the strategy of chess. Games can be played very quickly. This lends itself to a very useful tournament structure. You can play a tournament with 50 people in it playing two at a time. You can run that whole tournament in less than three hours. You can run that whole tournament for around 50 bucks plus whatever it costs for food and the venue. It's a very cheap mentoring event and that makes it one that I want in my arsenal. Alright, we talked about them. Alright, people in my neighborhood has now been formalized into a Google map that focuses on the Marietta, Ackworth, Kennesaw area and overlays its voting wards, particularly in Marietta, its homeowners associations, subdivisions, and apartment dwellings. This is an absolutely lethal weapon in support of community empowerment or something as simple and mundane as getting out the vote. Now the people who run for office don't realize the power of this tool yet. They think they do, but they have they have no idea. Knowledge Universe. I mentioned CCRPI back in the lab portion of this address. So Knowledge Universe brings together the CCRPI history enrollment attendance and financial all those histories brought together in one tool that allow me to very easily and quickly asset map for schools in any county in Georgia has been particularly useful I also keep the ACT and SAT histories in this in this database very useful tool for understanding what has gone on in Marietta City Schools which has been very helpful in the work that I have done there in the last year uh, ditto for Cobb County good tool converse converse is a difficult conversation between two opposing forces diametrically opposed on the same circle but Converse helps them to see that they're on the same circle and preservation of the circle is more important than whatever each other's point is. And this is powered by the bag of life. Now, I have not been able to have the kinds of Converse's that I want to. I had a really good one earlier this year with Denise Facey. I had a couple with Robert Brown. I had one with Ayadele Harrison. I had one with my mother. It's a very useful way to have a structured, strategic, intentional conversation, especially when it has to do with something that's a little delicate. Spoken word. I'll describe this one briefly, but you can see there's a lot going on there. This is the grown-up version of One Man, One Mic, where now that I have become accustomed to my voice, learn how to use it on camera and learn how to use it with the same power that I use my pen with and now I've been able to produce content and that's what you see there uh, you see content called trilogy these are the three 
best poems that I've ever written in my life that I like to present together just in natural spoken word format maybe a little music for one of them but those poems are stand your ground remember I wrote stand your ground and dedicated it to Hannah the night George Zimmerman was acquitted for the murder of Trayvon Martin it made me a little scared about the world I was about to bring my child into but I don't live in fear right? I walk in firm power and understanding of who I am so I that night affirmed what I was going to do for my daughter with my daughter how I was going to help my daughter and Johnny Johnny is a reminder to me that we teach students not subjects you can't see me this is my compendium of life lessons summarized in verse so that I could impart them to my daughter today or whenever the appropriate tomorrow arrives. Let's move quickly around the rest of this. Changed is our collection of stand-up storytelling songs that allow us to articulate a blueprint for what change looks like. And the album's called Changed because things are in a constant state of changing and to be changed represents our ultimate destination that we will never reach. Get it? Podcast. We started a Reach Then Teach podcast this year that allows me to sit in this chair in front of this camera and articulate the ideas espoused and changed and also at our blog reach then teach where we speak teach and learn in modes like learning capital l capital e a r n i n g that's a type of learning that prepares you for earning both wisdom and coin dear hannah is my mode where i continue to impart to my daughter what i've learned and what i want her to study the big picture promotes civil discourse between dissenters because civil discourse, especially between dissenters, promotes growth. It allows two to see that they're just points diametrically opposed on the same circle. And that preservation of the circle is so much more important than our points. mix allowed me to finally achieve my DJ dream this year. That's open source software that facilitated our family reunions music during the cookout this year and showed me that I can take my bag of tricks and take my show on the road and produce it using a few key pieces that I've invested in and purchased and several other pieces that I have thrifted or been gifted and put some stewardship on it, put some love on it, fixed them up and repaired it, but I got a full-fledged house of production now. And after our family reunion this year, I see that. And our current efforts towards small group discipleship, discipleship, equipping others to equip 
others to deliver select portions of this content in a formal classroom seminar setting allows for the real-time creation and facilitation of relationships and a fellowship that continues beyond the class. I'm, I'm particularly proud of that. So, so let's keep going here. Project Pros. These are writing projects and the first and foremost of these is writing your first business plan. A six-week journey or six-part journey I should say that allows entrepreneurs to wrap their mind around their vision and the mission and steps that must be executed to achieve it. So anyone with a good idea, that's a God idea, can take note and take stock of what I've written here or what I will present if I do it in seminar fashion and can produce a five to seven page business plan that hopefully will guide their steps and allow them to proceed at their appointed pace so that they reach and manifest their vision at their appointed time though it tarries they'll wait for it project posse have a lot of fun with this one project-based learning projects are any effort undertaken and executed at First Presbyterian Church where our daughter's been in Mother's Morning Out for the last several years that's a perfect place to do reading projects and now that she's in preschool that's a perfect place to do simple projects that reading yeah, but also music you'll see that in a minute music is something we can do there science is something we can do there band there's two kinds of bands bucket band is backyard band we can definitely do that at the first presbyterian church preschool but we also do that one at home oh yeah oh yeah get up off the floor down to the river get that loud and shouted daddy's gonna get the milk this is the hit factory man we produce hits me and hannah right here in this house using my limited musical ability but my limitless musical creativity and imagination sometimes it's not such a bad thing to have limitations a wise man well understands his limitations and accepts some of them but then finds other ways so that, that's what I've done I find a way to get the music out of me and make something that is edifying and, and hopefully useful to somebody else and also the jams rhyme and time now this is an activity that I created and used to help our students who were a little nervous about interviewing to help them prepare for the interview by participating in something that was so extemporaneous and off the cuff that intimidated them more than the interview and they did fine at the interview so i'm trying this with yvonne komenan a student that i recently met who has expressed a desire to be more confident in interviews and now the recipe and pathway to confidence is simply facing all of your fears and one of the greatest fears about interviewing is being exposed and not knowing the answer to what someone has asked you and not being able to express it very well there are lots of layers to those fears but all those layers are peeled away 
by you simply presenting yourself to that fear. If the fear is speaking in front of an audience, you break it by speaking in front of an audience. If the fear is being asked a question you don't know the answer to, you get asked so many questions that you realize, man, nobody knows the answer to every question. But everybody is still able to articulate how they feel, even if how they feel is, well, I don't really know how I feel. That's something useful to express. Back to the lab. These are laboratory experiments that focus on learning using science, certainly, nature, chemistry. I'm creating these as I go along. Remember, we went to Publix and did the experiment to see whether buying a whole watermelon and cutting it was cheaper than buying a pre-cut watermelon. Of course it is, but it's good to see that. It's good to see that. MacGyver, that's my specialized floppy disk that I use to solve key problems years ago and now that convinced me that I needed to get back in the floppy game. And I'm proud to say today that we are in the floppy game again. We're all about the floppy game. Coca-Cola. Now, after I saw how a Coca-Cola reacted chemically with a manganese bronze ping golf putter, I never want to drink another Coca-Cola in my life, but I need Coca-Cola in my life because I can clean stuff with it. Oh, yes. Family Fellowship. Love Steve Harvey. Love Family Feud. I would love to see that show done with a little more reverence and respect for the family. It's still humorous, just not so over the top with the blue humor and the profanity and, and whatnot. So I have a database of the survey type questions used on Family Feud. And, and trust me, y'all, they don't do surveys for all those questions. They don't. But it is well. In my version, I've got survey results for questions that might be a little more edifying to the family. That one's still in some pre-production. I haven't really gone forward with it yet. That's why it's listed last. And you don't know that it's last, but it is. All right. So now let's discuss course two. See, this is my final course. I think at the end of my life, I will have developed the lab, the aforementioned lab, the aforementioned course one. I will evolve course one. It'll continue to evolve. And we will culminate with course two, a curriculum called the Pathway to Powerful Purpose, the way to walk in and achieve power and purpose in this life through wise and skillful use of resources, interests, communication, and expertise. Remember the Rice method of power. And remember that purpose is our reason for being. It's why we are here. It's why we walk this earth. It's what we're supposed to do while we're here. So there are steps along that pathway that I will describe very quickly. One is ministry, service of people. Service of people allow you to become intimately familiar with their problems and recognize solutions to those problems before others see the problem. That is what we call entrepreneurship. 
they don't all manifest themselves in business per se, but they do manifest themselves in purpose-driven missions, some of which generate self-sustaining revenue. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. Stewardship. This is taking care of what God has given you. God has given us time, talents, mind, body, relationships, and possessions. We got to take care of them and we got to use them to minister and create solutions. Literacy. This is the ability to read, write, but also to count, to compute, to discern. Literacy has lots and lots of layers, so many, that it's an important item to study for the rest of your life. So that's what I do. Numeracy. This is wise and skillful use of numbers. It's knowing how to use the rule of 72, which tells you if you invest 1000 bucks at an 8% rate of return, that your $1,000 becomes $2,000 in nine years. The rule of 72 lets me do that. Numeracy lets me do that. The new Talk to Me arithmetic version promotes numeracy. Language, not vocabulary, the meaning of words, but language. It is the skillful use of words and sounds. Because, see, I can say, <clears throat> and that speaks something, especially if I'm in a room full of people who are engaged in chit chat. I say, <clears throat> that's a skillful use of language. That sounds better than saying, ladies and gentlemen, will y'all come to order? Will y'all shut up? Can you keep? Can't do that. Self-identity is the language that we use to describe ourselves. I am Keisha's husband. I am Hannah's father. I'm a stand-up storyteller. I'm a mastermind, a simple kind of fella. Griot Frio, stand-up storyteller. That's from a song, but that's who I am. And self-expression is being able to tell y'all who I am. Y'all being able to tell others who you are. And not just being able to say it, but to be able to walk in it. Analysis synthesis. Learning how to break it down. Put it back together. Break down a problem. Assemble the solution provide that solution to the problems of our existing state, rinse, and repeat. So y'all, if you got all the way down here, you are now familiar with what I'm up to. And I think we're at about 40 minutes in this video once it's all assembled. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of my journey. And when we do this again next year, you'll see a lot of elements that are the same. They're carryovers. And you'll see a lot of new stuff, too.